the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning. The Holy Cross is lifted up. When we touch it, and when we touch the one who suffered upon it, we will see all of our sufferings transformed. The last two weeks in Santa Barbara, our hearts were moved when we heard of the fire on the dive boat and the tragic loss of 34 persons. And we have had the painful anniversary of 9-11 along with the whole nation. Can the cross be lifted up over all of our suffering? And can the cross transform the very substance of it like some sort of holy alchemy where dirt is transformed into gold? Fourteen years ago, on the Feast of Holy Cross, just outside of New Orleans, near the end of my two weeks there, at a temporary field hospital, I bent over the cot of an elderly woman who had been carried out ahead of the Katrina storm surge on a lawn chair. She had never had much in this life, and she would not make it through that day. In that moment, at the, near the end of my time there, I was completely spent, worn out, and my tears I could not contain or hide. She reached up as I bent over her to say a prayer, grandmother that she was, and gently touched my cheek and reached up and touched the cross which was hanging down in front of her. And she said, don't cry, Father. There's a better day a-coming. It was a gift that she gave to me that day from her treasure in the kingdom of God. It is a gift that I will hold eternally in my memory. And as I have said it before, this is not the first time I have told you that story. And I will tell it again. It is one of those memory eternal moments where the cross brought into horror, sadness, something of heaven and transformed it. And only those who have touched the cross and lifted it up can so freely share that gift all their lives, no matter what the circumstance. Breezy Point, New York, is a blue-collar blue neighborhood of Irish and Italian cops and firemen that looks across the water to where the World Trade Center stood. On 9-11-2001, the neighborhood lost 15 of its own in the two towers. In 2012, it was destroyed by a 15-foot storm surge from Hurricane Sandy, and by an inferno that started by a broken gas main. The water came one way, the fire came the other way, and 200 homes in the middle were completely leveled. 
One burly fireman cried as he showed me a glob of molten glass that he had sifted from the soggy ash of what had been his house. He told me it was a plate that he and his wife had brought back together on their honeymoon 39 years ago from Italy. He lost her the year before, and now he crossed himself over the ash and the molten glass and said, it was turned by fire into a precious gem in heaven. Only those who have touched the cross can so lift up their pain and so have it transformed into something heavenly. Down the road in the brutal cold and dark of the powerless high-rise tenements of Rockaway, as the, as the hurricane in, in, in a terrible way turned into an ice storm and all of a sudden it, it went from hurricane to blizzard. Down the road in the tenements of Rockaway, neighbors of many different races, languages, and faiths sang together to keep warm in the night. Can it be that stripped down to nothing, or nearly so, we are closer to heaven than we are in all of our false comforts? When all we have is suffering, can it be that we are closer to heaven than we are with our false comforts. Down the road, a policeman's wife struggled through the rubble, pulling a child's wagon with four dining room chairs on it, teetering and about to fall off. Another chaplain and I moved alongside to help stabilize her load, and she said, it's all we have left. I'm taking it to my sister's house down the block. And so we walked along four blocks in silence and carried the chairs into her sister's table. She said, thank you for being here with us. And I said, I wouldn't be anywhere well else because the Lord's here. And she replied, yes, I know he is and crossed herself. In these and other moments that might have been seen as sadness, I have come to believe, I have seen, I have not read, I have not been told in a lecture, I have come to see and to believe and be taught by those who suffer. And I have been taught that the path of loss faithfully traveled becomes, is transformed into a road shared with the Lord himself leading into the kingdom of heaven as the unnecessary falls off, the precious remains. This is not just rethinking, reframing our suffering. This is not cognitive behavioral therapy where you replace one thought with another thought and come up with a plan for how you're gonna deal with it in the future. This is transformation. This is, is miracle. This is the miracle of the cross. It is the miracle of seeing dirt turned to gold by the cross. Dirt transformed to gold. Suffering transformed to joy. It is not triumphalism. 
where we stand in some stadium and shout, you know, we're Santa Barbara strong, we're Goleta strong, minutes after the, the horror of a sadness. This is transformation of that sadness, and it takes a journey. It takes a journey along a difficult and painful road, but it is the journey of transformation. Because of the victory of the cross, our treasure is in heaven, in that better day a coming. The precious loved ones who have been taken from our sight in this life wait for us in that place where all precious gifts go to the table that is set in the house of the kingdom of heaven, where there will be eternal thanksgiving and no more suffering. Yet, oh, sometimes we have such sadness at our loss, and as we stand with those who have lost, lest we lose hope in this, let us, let us think of those who have suffered and have taught us. Let me share with you what Father Deacon John Chrysophagis of the Greek Archdiocese wrote in the long dark night of 9-11-2001. In his journal he wrote, God sees us more accurately when we face despair. He holds us more firmly when we feel helpless. He saves us at that very moment when we lie in total surrender to him. He has the vision of an owl and can see better in the stillness and the darkness of night. Helpless, one day we will all stand before Christ. It will not be in the darkness. It will be in the brightest light that we have ever been in in our life, a life that shows us not on our good side, but on all sides. It will be a bright light that we will stand in. We will be stripped and bare of all pretension, of possession, of self-righteousness. So ahead of that day, we must ask him how we might prepare, for we do not know what storm waits offshore, that we will suddenly be faced with it, perhaps without preparation. Jesus tells each of us the one needful thing. He shows us that the needful thing for us in this life and in that which is to come, the needful thing is he himself. When we touch the cross, we touch him. The beloved iconographer Galena, uh, who had tutored our, our Jan Isham, who did most of our icons here, Toward the end of her life, I went to visit her, and I, br I brought her a, a, a little wooden cross with a decoupage icon on the front of it. You know, you know it's one of those $2 kind of things, very the humblest that you ever saw in your life. And I brought it to her, and she held it close to her, and she said, oh, the cross, the cross. She didn't say, oh, that's... Very nice gift, Mr. Priest. Uh, it's a little chintzy, but. And she didn't say, uh, oh, that's a, that's, a, that's a lovely cross. She said, oh, the cross. When you touch the cross, you touch the cross, whether it is a humble one or a bejeweled one. 
It is the cross that you touch, not a cross. It is not a matter of, of art and beauty. It is the cross that you touch. So, the Lord directs us to touch the cross and to touch him. He directs us to set aside all things that hinder us from receiving that eternal possession and to draw near to him. And when we set down those things that weigh us down, we will find ourselves lifted up. When we lay it down, whatever it is, when we get low at the foot of the cross, we will be lifted up. When we drop it there, something precious will be lifted up where it was. Not the old junk. Drop all that stuff there in front of it. Be lifted up. The cross lifts fallen men and women back into the glorious kingdom, to that better day a-coming where waits for us treasures of joy that surpass all that we gave up or all that we lost in this world to the glory of God the Father.